Hello, everybody. I'm Dell Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and you're watching The Dell and Emerson Show. Straight talk. But real gay. Oh, how are you, Emerson Collins? You know, I'm getting by. I'm uh, actually more than getting by. I tell you what, it's sure nice to roll into this show. No preparation. There is nothing to do, nothing to think about. There's no time limits. Are you so excited? I know. I just, we could just talk. And what's really great is we haven't talked. We have not said hello to each other. Basically, we, 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 did the whole, oh, I'm so grateful for you and all that mm -hmm. shit on mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, but I uh, did not see. Uh, oh, we, we did have a long texting about uh, Dolly's Christmas uh, movie. That, that we did. Um, we'll, we'll come to that. Hey, y'all. So everybody welcome in. Say hello, whether you're watching us on YouTube or on Periscope on Twitter or on one of our Facebook pages. Say hi. Tell us where you're calling from. We normally do LGBTQ news and nonsense, but y'all, there is no plan. This is a holiday hangout. You can ask questions. You can give us topics. We'll wander along until we get bored or everyone leaves. <laughs> it's like, am I, as I say on my ramblings on Instagram, am I boring you yet? Because Be like, I, I am not drunk. I want y'all to know, but I did fit. There's a little bourbon, little orange juice, little water going on here. So I'm going to start. Um, um, wait, now question. When you say, am I boring y'all? Does anybody ever say yes? Never. They always say, oh, oh no, they're so polite. They're so, so, I, I wish, you know, it would be kind of fun if someone goes, God, yes. And I've got like, why are you watching? Why are you <laughs> continuing to watch if I'm boring you? Um, I know, like that, that's a rhetorical question. So I'm not really looking for it. It's like, how's my hair? Everyone yeah. just wants you to say it looks great. Well, no one's actually interested. That's right. It's the same thing when people go, "Will you, um, will you read my screenplay and give me some feedback?" They're not really wanting feedback. They want praise, and they want you to say, "Oh my God, I'm going to deviate from my norm, and I'm going to produce this and direct this." And uh, I think Emerson wants to star in it. Uh, so. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like a little bit like no one has ever asked, what'd you think after a piece of artwork thinking I'm really interested in your negative comments and deep thoughts about what I could do better about this thing that's already over. Well, I sometimes when someone, you want to be, I, I go, I ask them before, do you want to, do you want to read? If they say, will you read this? I said, let me ask you a question. What do you want? Yes. What is your motive? Um, and that, well, your feedback, but do you really want my feedback? Uh-huh. So. Uh, I know. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Erica said she's got questions. Yeah, um, ask Erica. What do you not know? What I know, Erica. How could there be know, something Erica. you don't already know? Um, okay, but wait. Everybody, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Tell us how you were, what you did. Uh, how was yours? Was, you went to socially distance at the Alexander's, right? I did. Um, I went to, um, Rosemary and Newell's and, you know, I adore them. They're like my, my parents that they're, they're my second parents. I, uh, my ex-in-laws and it was just five of us and they had, so they have the, you've been on their patio, two very long tables. So it was me and Newell and Rebecca at one big table. And then on the other table, it was, uh, Aunt Phyllis and Rosemary but here's what here's what was stressful for me. It's just stressful the whole 
thing of thinking because you know you're you're hearing all the things on the news and it's all valid and you want to never hurt anybody so i had two masks on and i had a face shield i came i brought the turkey and brought some deviled eggs y'all want my deviled egg recipe just let Ooh, me know y'all it is good i would every party that dell has there's a big old tray of deviled eggs and i just stand next to it and i have a couple then I like mix and mingle with some people that I like and want to talk to. And then I go back and have a couple more, but I am not afraid to eat the last one. No, they, because they, they have bacon in them. That's the big deal. And it, it it's not turkey bacon, y'all. It is pork. It's pig. It's swine. So anyway, I don't want, I do not want to be negative here, but I was very anxious with the whole thing, but we were yeah. really good. I felt, I felt like we were really safe and, and we were, we were all polite in reminding, like there was one person, who goes, my hands are clean. I said, it doesn't matter if your hands are clean. I still need you to, to disinfect. And you know, and um, that's not the point. So uh, right. it was, it was lovely and they're lovely people. And they're, they're, there's, there are very few people that I would want to uh, sit around and be grateful with. You would be one of them, but we couldn't do that. But how was yours? Now you went to family as well. Yes. Well, it's like, we, you know, Blake and I went to his parents' house and it's great because they're my excuse to um, be very stringent about the pandemic rules because they're like the only other people we see. And of course they're older. And so they're my like, I'm sorry, anybody who's wanted to meet anywhere, do anything anywhere. I'm like, look, I see my boyfriend's parents. It's the only other place that we go and I cannot give them the Rona. That might have an impact on our relationship. Yes. <laughs> I, they, they, so we had, by the what? way, can I say, uh, technically is, is Emerson stuttering for anybody but me or is it, he just stuttering for me? Um, I mean, it did for, it froze for a second here. Okay. You're, you're, you're seeming to be back. Good, good, good. Um, but yeah, so did our lovely, you know, traditional Susie's good, a Houston girl originally. So it had all the green bean casserole. Uh, stuffing or dressing, as we call it in Texas, not stuffing, dressing. You know, it's in a separate pan. It never goes inside the turkey. That's not a thing. Yeah. Um, sweet potatoes and marshmallows. And we got macaroni and cheese from the Wood Ranch because it's my favorite. So we just picked it up the day before uh, and had that instead of trying to make our own. Oh, that's great. Oh, they're talking, yeah. saying you are choppy. So, um, well, not, it is what it is. There's just <laughs> a, nothing I can do about the way the internet works. We didn't prepare this show. So <laughs> like, and I am not spectrum cable. Um, see, oh, Robert said our Thanksgiving was lonely. Oh, I'm sorry, Robert. Yeah, I think well, a lot fine. of people I'll go there is another spot. Entertain the comments while I go and see if I okay. get closer to that router. Um the, the things I do for y'all. Uh, yes, he's back. He says, you're back. Haven't been out of my pajamas for two days, Judy says. Well, Judy, I want you to know that, you know, from here up is kind of a nice, you know, sweater Henley kind of thing. But I just have warm-ups, and I just want to admit to everybody. I'm wandering around. No underwear. I'm wearing no underwear. I just want you to know. So if that does anything for anybody, good. If it doesn't, I don't care. Wait, I want to show this to y'all. Oh my God, who is that? Is that Blake when he's? Yes. Oh my God, that is insane. Like a tiny, his tiny set of tails. Oh, as a child, he was destined to be a child star. Look at him. Um, 
Michael said, we ordered dinner from a few local restaurants to support them. That's amazing. Look for you. Look, I mean, look at you. Look for you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not. I really I did not have a drink before I started this. Um, so they said they said you got better. They're 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 like happy that you're you got better. Uh, you're right. fine now. They said just just stop. You're fine. We can talk about anything besides the internet connection, and I would be more entertained. <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, all right. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to do a PSA. I want to show everybody because you know I'll show anything. And uh, look at this, y'all. Look at that. This is what happens when you're a freckled kid and you go out in the sun a lot. I have four oh. things cut off of me and more to come. So I'm going to be doing this um, this show because I they didn't do the face this time, but. I advise all of you, just because skin cancer is a horrible, horrible thing, go once a year for a full body skin check. And my dermatologist is quite handsome, so it's not a bad thing. Oh, I'm so glad we got from Thanksgiving to your not skin cancer so quickly. Well, I just, you know, I just did this, Emerson. I I, I moved and I saw and I and go, oh, got we're going to think I have infantigo. Did you ever hear that? Oh, so-and-so has infantigo. I never knew what it was, but it was sort of a white trash thing. They got yeah. infantigo. I'm not familiar. Does anybody know what infantigo is? Did anybody have infantigo? Be like, uh, that was no, anybody. The Winklers. The Winkler kids have infantigo. Uh, <laughs> Eric is not eating till tomorrow. Yeah, yes. Well, now you're really clear, Emerson. Uh, hey, Tate spent most of the day alone. Now, see, to me, that sounds wonderful. Did anybody else spend the day alone? But um, you're an introvert. You're I an, know. You're I know, and it's just the worst torture you could experience. Oh, it's, oh, Erica says it's impetigo. 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 Now, that's what I'd heard of. I didn't realize that. What did I call it? Impetigo. <laughs> like infantile. I was like, I don't know. You invented one of those other Southern maladies, Leslie Jordan. Well, you used to know, I mean, you know, I don't come from, I mean, my mama was educated, but the rest of my infant, infantigo, that's what they called it. That's what I see. Those Winkler kids got infantigo. <laughs> Rob remembers. Oh, and Ken said it's mostly a kid's rash. Okay. Okay. I don't, I, it, it's probably caused by not being clean you know, not being clean down there. Tell uh, me had a good one. Hey, what was your worst Thanksgiving dish? Everybody tell us. And like, not this year, like ever. Like what's the worst thing somebody brought to Thanksgiving or ate at Thanksgiving? Do you have one? I come from a world of Southern people that takes Thanksgiving very seriously. So I can't think I of one. Um, I, but like, did anybody ever have like a Northerner come to Thanksgiving and like have some nonsense? Like what? Um, well, the, you know, we di we didn't quite have the the dressing yesterday that I grew up with, but it was still yummy because you know Rosemary can cook and she made the dressing, but it was with kind of some some um, oh one of those Indian grains that I can't uh, couscous. Oh yeah, that's like when Rosemary used to bring bag salads places. That's I remember when when we were doing um, Southern Baptist sissies and uh, someone was just raving about rosemary's skin and how great she looks and leslie jordan says well all she eats is bags of spinach <laughs> she 
when I first moved to LA and first started working with everybody, Rosemary would carry around like a gallon size Ziploc with like a salad in it. It was mainly just green. She just it was. She just like rabbit, rabbit chomping. And pretend that they were good. But also, (laughs) I mean, she looks, at this point, she looks younger than both of us. So like it pays off. I'm just not willing to work that hard. So, well, somebody's talking about what they watched a bunch of games. We are going to finish. You wait. If we are going to do a nonsense show, we are going to stick with one topic at a time. We ask people. I think it's not just like reforming like my mind. It has to be at least some organization because you're in control. All right. Well, we, how about if we ask a question, we go ahead and get the answers rather than you just finding another comment. Oh, that okay. Seems All right. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look at beats. <laughs> beats. <laughs> Sean said bad asparagus. It makes your pee smell. It does. Mary said that layered green jello stuff. Now, here's the thing, though. At Christmas, we do have a green jello dish that's got, like, chopped apples and pecans at, that I do love. But, like, jello, does that, we always had people experimenting with jello sides. Like, you never know what somebody was going to try to put in a jello and call it a side dish. Um, Newell actually uh, uh, said that uh, it was great. She eats too well. <laughs> yeah. Newell, you know, you always are sneaking shit. You're always going out and sneaking shit because yes. Rose is such a great cook and a great, she's health, she's health conscious. And that's why you both look so great at your ages. Yes. That's, so Jennifer said that aspic, that like that weird jelloey things. Well, uh, my brother sent me a picture yesterday because you know there is a there's Aunt Sissy's pink salad recipe is on the internet and his wife made it and I said oh my god I, I it's so embarrassing because that's what I was going to send y'all for Christmas <laughs> because <laughs> Greenberg turkeys smoked turkeys burned down Emerson I don't know where to what to send people oh yeah it is tough when you have like a standard thing and then it. It's not available. It down. We got. I got an email that said, "If you've ordered, we're refunding. We have burned down the turkeys. They're gone. They're gone. That's Green a tragedy turkey. for them, but mostly for you. Y'all, help me out. What am I going to send my brother and people? I always send like meat. What do I send? <laughs> Good it's meat. like the time." I was backpacking, went on one of my trips when I backpacked in the Netherlands and I tried to bring back a big old slab of meat and some goat cheese and they made me throw it away at the airport. I was so mad. I think I would have just sat there and ate it. Just like it was a lot. It was like, it was a, like if you tried to sit on it, it would have hurt, might have ripped something. It was like a significant. Come on, come on. We're having a picnic. Uh William said someone brought a weird whoopie pie. Nope. Mm-mm. No. And Jig said a potato salad with raisins. I have a problem. Don't put raisins in other things. Whoever was the first person to put a raisin in a cookie that made every child in the world think it was a chocolate chip and you bit down and it was a raisin? I like raisin cookies, so I'm okay with it. Uh-uh. Nope. That's not right. I like raisins by themselves out of a little sun-made box, but that's it. They don't go in salads. I know people like them with oatmeal cookies, but an oatmeal cookie to a child just looks like a chocolate chip cookie that went awry. <laughs> Is Noel Alexander recommending that I send cannabis dummies gummies to my brother? Yeah, he <laughs> <is>. that- <laughs> I liked it better when he said dummies, though. Oh my god, I don't, I don't think so, Noel. 
somehow I don't think that's good. That's a good idea. Omaha yeah. Steaks is a good idea. They have a they have a big fifty percent send, send toilet paper. It's it like y'all. You know all those commercials about like buying gold, like selling your gold. I honestly think toilet paper is going to be that new commodity. Every time they there's a lot of morons run to the store and buy it all. Well, I sent my brother's dogs there, these Christmas ornaments that I got for my dogs from my, my daughter's store. Um, she's, a, she's got Etsy. She's got Etsy. Remember, it made me think, Emerson, we, we have that great project we got to talk about. That I know we, we, we got so That's many. That's all we can say. That one about with the Etsy store, that I is a really, I forgot about that. It's really good. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, Godiva has great gift baskets. Lots of agreement on the uh, <laughs> on the cannabis. The cannabis. My brother is a Southern Baptist preacher, y'all. I don't think that the gummies. I just I'll ask him. I mean, we we've gotten very close during this election. He hates Trump as much as I do, and we're thrilled that Biden won. So, um, oh wait, I'm scrolling back. This was a very important question. To shave your balls or not can be the question. Well, I I think that it, you know if I if I am anticipating being with somebody, I am a courteous. Uh, I'm a giver, and I will. But during the pandemic, I mean, for who? For I mean, the only ones that see me naked are three chihuahuas. They don't give I mean, a like, shit. I know, but the problem with it is if you don't keep it up, then when you finally go back to doing it, it's a lot more work. Well. First of all, I'm blonder and older than you, so there's not that much work, quite honestly. Right. So um, the, it, it less of an effort. Like, here's the crazy thing. Like you start losing hair at various places, but uh -huh. not your ears. No, your ears just say, oh, I, I'm available for hair. I am available. <laughs> like new locations. <laughs> you try, yes, oh, you trim your balls, trim them. Oh, that's interesting. Um, be like, although it's funny, that's such a funny thing. Like the first time you thought, you know what? I'm going to take a razor and put it near my penis. Uh, that was such a brave, okay. a brave moment in life. Okay. So I want to know, had, did anybody like early on in you decide, okay, I'm going to manscape. And you thought, well, nair is so much easier. Did anybody ever nair their balls? I do not recommend it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just didn't want to shave. I was tired. I said, I'm just going to get some nair. I mean, how it's no, it's not the same as nailing <laughs> your legs. It's not. It is, it is not. not the same as it's it burns. burns. <laughs> yes, it does. As Del Shores reminded us that Coco Peru says, it burns. burns. Yes. Um, so William says, hell no. <laughs> but did anybody, come on, am I the only one that admits shit like that? that or, or am I the only one who did it? I mean, you are inclined to the overshare. I, yeah, I will. I will overshare anything. And the only pro and it's so it's a wonderful trade. It makes people feel like they know you really well. The only problem is, as we've seen on this show before, 
because you overshare, you just assume everyone else does. And if you've heard a thing about somebody in any environment, you just assume it can be reshared in any other environment. I have a very good friend. I'm not going to say her name, but if you follow me, you know who it is. I hike with her. And this morning, went on a hike and she was late. I was sitting there waiting and she goes, I'm so sorry. I just pooped four pounds. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> That's a lot of detail, Lavonda. Okay, let's hike. I'm glad you, I'm glad you waited. <laughs> Oh my God, I love that. Wait, Jig said he had a story about Nair that he's not going to share. I Robert just said, I put Vicks on my balls by mistake. Nope, okay. I, that that hurts me just thinking about it. Well, uh, <laughs> and it felt yes. It's uh, okay. So I have to admit something. So I have I I think I I've told on the show that okay. I have not eaten much today, and this bourbon just kicked in. I think I'm going to have another one. I have work to do after this. I was going to say, before we started, he said, I can't get drunk for the fans and friends because I have to do more work after the show, but looks like that's going out the window. God, God now I've lost my train of thought. That just kind of, everything just went out my head. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm enjoying, Dwayne said, I like scruffy testicles. Oh, good for you. I don't like hairballs. I like and Scott, here's the reason I trim and shave. Because once that he said, once the hair falls out, it makes it look bigger. That was the reason I got into trimming in the first place. Because, like, look, the tree looks bigger if the grass is short around it. Okay, look, would you just put Marshall Harris's comment up, please? Yes. <laughs> I have a nine-inch cock and wondered, when straight men look at it while I'm changing or in the sauna, does that mean they are gay or bisexual or simply curious? Well... I would remind you of a story I heard about George Clooney once that's definitely an urban legend and probably not here. But then in locker room somewhere, he saw a man with a very large penis and looked at it, looked at him and just said, good for you, sir, and walked on. I don't feel like noticing is anything beyond curiosity and awareness. Well, if, uh, Marshall, my email address is delstoresatme.com. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> but I was at the gym one time and I saw one of my, you know, because we're in L.A. and I was at Crunch and I saw one of my favorite porn stars. And I he was, you know, naked in the sauna and it was just me and him and one other person. And I thought, what do you say to a porn star? What do you say? And I turned to him and I said, I, I admire your work. And he said... Thank you. <laughs> that is correct. Because I feel like it is work. I mean, yep. any, you know. Yep. I mean, absolutely it is. It's a lot of work. The, uh, wait, we need to get this one from Newell. Newell said, I can't bend over too far enough to put anything on my balls. <laughs> I mean, fair. Um, um, hey, William said, I often get on my knees in those situations. I'm just likely to applaud. Thank you for sharing. Sure. Thank you for sharing. Sure. Also, once you've seen a significant number of uh, penises, you realize you can't tell anything from the resting state. You no, know? no, that's true. Some, some people grow to a point where it hurts my jaw just thinking about it. Um, so, and some of those like long swingers, 
don't get hard enough. So there's there's pros and cons to every size and shape. This is so awkward because now I'm noticing because I never look at the because we're always reading, so I never see who is watching our show. But my ex father in law is watching our show. My ex wife is watching our show. <laughs> so y'all, I am not going to censor myself. I'm just not. <laughs> All right. Well, who was it back there? Judy said, was it Judy that said something about what she's watching? What you been watching? What's everybody been watching? I did watch that Dolly, um, that Dolly movie. You got to see Dolly. Dolly. Uh, Dolly is an angel as a homeless woman with a face full My of God. nighttime makeup. It's, it was a lot. It was a lot of effort that one. <laughs> it was deliriously i love dolly and it was like i and i think i think i, I texted you this i said yes. it reminded me a little bit about like xanadu it was not good but boy was the music good you know because it's dolly you know so it's also i love christmas so much that like dolly parton being miniature in a cup holder and floating around on a cloud is absolutely the kind of camp i want at christmas yeah so i so so i am i never was bored but I was amused for sometimes not the right reasons. I don't really, um, I'm just always amazed when somebody has a complete personality transplant, like Christine Baranski's character. <laughs> I mean, she had a complete transplant. She's just this evil, awful, wicked witch. And then all of a sudden she just, something happened, a conversation with a child just turned it all around. I mean, it's the entire concept behind a Christmas carol and Christianity and Christmas as a concept. That's why it's I don't personality like transplant. That's why I don't like it. That's why I don't like Christmas. Um, the I watched two in the last two days that I genuinely loved. I watched uh, The Happiest Season, the lesbian Christmas movie on Hulu that stars Kristen Stewart. Um, oh, you should watch it. And Dan Levy, have you seen the ads for it? No, I mean, yes, I have. And I, I will watch it because I have Hulu now. Um, the, um, it's, you know, it's a it's a Christmas coming out story, but it's like a big, real, like gay holiday movie. There's like multiple lesbians. Aubrey Plaza plays like the lesbian girl. She, she was girlfriends with in high school and it's Victor Garber and Mary Steenburgen is the parents who want Victor their kids. Garber, just, just no, he's not a lesbian. Victor Garber is not yet a lesbian. Was that confusing to someone? It was confusing. To, I mean, you said there's a lot. It's so it's like the L word, like the Christmas L word, in a way. No. no. Okay. It's not. It's a. <laughs> now there's just three lesbians and a homosexual, and Dan Levy plays the gay best friend. The, the boy gay. Um, and he and Kristen Stewart, actually, this is what I want to talk about. They have a really, really lovely scene that's part of this like specifically gay uh, movie where she's talking about not being able to be in a relationship with this girl that's like kind of won't come out to her parents. And he asks, well, how did your parents react when you came out? And she was like, they were fine with it. And he said, I came out and my parents, my dad didn't speak to me for 13 years. You know, we're all on different journeys. Um, and we have to basically like make space for people to be on their journeys. And it was just a lovely, specifically gay sentiment in the middle of a, a holiday movie that was very normal family bullshit. Like nothing so crazy happens. 
Um, and it was just really nice. Clea Duvall, you know, out filmmaker, directed it. Um, yeah, and so it was just really lovely. Well, I think I, I will watch it because I love I love Kristen Stewart. I think she's uh, kind of underrated as an actress as well. I, you know, I've always, um, I didn't watch those other, those things that made her famous. I didn't watch them. Twilight? Those, you weren't those. the target. I went to see one of the Twilight movies with your daughters. I know they were so into them. Yeah. They we were, sat in the back thank row. You, thank you so much for taking them. And I, so I didn't have to watch them. I don't think Carrie or Rebecca is here today. I think we went to see Eclipse. But when I tell you that like there was so much screaming in that movie theater, you could not hear like whole sections of dialogue. Like it was not a casual audience. Cause they will, they'll come back. That's what was so crazy. Scott Milligan said, holy shit guys, I'm from England and love both of your accents. Never seen you guys before and now I'm hooked. Oh, also, is anybody else watching Scott, that's never watched? I love you, Scott. That's never watched before uh, because this is not our standard show. We usually do like the LGBTQ news. We're just uh, but today's casual hangout show, you know, because we're all stuck at home and we can sort of virtually be together. I love that the topics have led us to, you know, ball to shave or not shave the balls. Um, and then let's see, Kevin watched Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, I feel I like that's going to be controversial among our fan group. I'll be curious to see what people think. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. You, you know, I'm going to get another drink, Emerson. Would you just like? Um, yes. Oh, bye. Jane. Oh, y'all, I can focus on some comments for a minute, you know, with some actual focused. Xana uh, also watched Happiest Season. Um, and it's fantastic. I really loved it. Um, you know, it's it's fun to see. And of course, there's some people who don't like that we keep having coming out stories. But like the holidays are about family conflict. And let's be honest, for LGBTQ people, one of the biggest conflicts is the coming out journey. And it makes the holidays weird and hard. Um, Doug said... I've been watching a lot of five minute snippets of Hogan's Heroes on YouTube. I love that you're not watching episodes, just uh, random snippets. Um, Jared said, I feel like a Christmas Carol is a little more believable in Scrooge's transformation. I mean, yes, fair. Like the ghosts like get you there. And then John said, I had a thing for both of those guys in Twilight. I mean, either or, right? And then. Y'all are hilarious. I'm glad. Oh, he's back. Oh, no. Shh, don't tell. Oh, hey. Welcome back. I'm back. Look, I refilled. You know, and I... then wait. And then the other one that I watched is Jingle Jangle. That's the other musical that came out on Netflix in the middle of net in no November. It stars Forrest Whitaker, Anika Noni Rose, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, sure. and Felicia Rashad plays the narrator. So I love that Felicia Rashad has a new holiday movie and Debbie Allen, her real-life sister, also has a holiday musical out. I, yeah, completely but, in there. But when I tell you, Jingle Jangle, I loved it. Like, really? loved it. Like, I was full on sobbing on the couch at the, like, climax reconciliation moment towards the end of the movie. Ricky Martin plays a, like, Latin... Oh, I'm so in. I'm so in already. I've been, I knew you would be. Well, been, a toy I've... comes to life, and Ricky Martin is the, like, Latin toy... And like in any form, well, that's toy, real life, animated, Ricky Martin could get it. But like 
there and there's a comedic supporting actress that I laughed harder at her than I've laughed at almost everything else that I have seen this year. And I'd never heard of her. Lisa Davina Phillips. I found her on Instagram just to tell her how hilarious I thought she was. It was charming. The music was great. Anika Noni Rose's big number has a vocal that is just jaw dropping. So Jingle Jangle, it's called. Yep, Jingle Jangle. Uh-huh. You know, I, I went through my uh, holiday movies and I thought I'm just going to watch holiday movies the rest because it, it kind of made me feel good that um, the one, the Hallmark one. And I, I thought I'll just, I'll just watch holiday movies. So I pulled out Christmas Vacation because, you know, I hike with Beverly D'Angelo uh, a yes. lot. And I when I met Beverly, um, she had she was filming that when I met her. Uh, oh, wow. Right before she did Daddy's Dying, Who's Got the Will. So she was such a generous person to this little, you know, very new. I just gotten a deal at Warner Brothers. And so I went out to dinner with Beverly and she one day my phone rang in the office it's before cell phones and said, hey, Chevy Chase went up to Vegas for a therapy session. Can you you want to come over and hang out with me while we wait for him to get back? And um yeah. So, and, and I asked her, I said, do you remember that? And she goes, kind of. <laughs> that, that was a real nice way to say, of course not. Yeah. She didn't remember, but for me, it was huge. Well, in other viewing, Kelly's watching Queens Gambit, which I am loving. Oh, it's so good. Eric loved Hillbilly Elegy. Um, it's just getting a lot of like, some people are really loving it and other people are really hating it. So uh, William, super excited about Shameless final season. I tell you what, I watched Shameless in those early seasons because I used to be one of those people that watched any show that had a gay character. Uh, my daughter Caroline and her her fiance Max are obsessed with Shameless. So um, I've watched a few episodes with them when I'm up in San Francisco. When you know when you were able to travel and see right. your folk. Yes. The, um, what about Lil Nas X's gay Fantasia of Christmas fun, the holiday video? Love the queer camp he's putting out. Yes. Um, I know all the, Netflix released so many new Christmas movies. I was talking with Blake on our way out here this morning. I said, you know what? I want to figure out, I want to figure out how to pitch Netflix like in February, the holiday movie to shoot next summer about two gays and their eight month pregnant surrogate and them going home with her for Christmas to like her Southern family like a road trip with the surrogate. Cause she's like, I've got to go see my, my parents. You know, we never miss a Christmas. And they're like, okay, we're going to come. And like one of the gays grew up in the South. So he gets it. And the other one's a northerner. That's like, where are we? And what is happening right here? Okay. And like how That's a good pitch right there. You already have me, you, you have, you know, like her mother thinks, oh, we need to welcome them to the family. And her daughter's like, no, no, no. I'm making a baby for their family. And she's like, no, 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 they're going to be a part of our family. Like that they don't understand the surrogate thing. Like her family's thinking, oh, we're welcoming this baby into the family. And nonsense ensues. Oh, wait, hold on. This is a very important commercial. Aaron says, herbal treatment is 100% guarantee for herpes cure. The reason why most people are finding it difficult to cure herpes is because they believe on it. (laughs) I just love spam. Aaron. Aaron. Is it Aaron? Go fuck yourself. Okay. Oh, you know, if I could do that, I'd never leave the house. No, isn't it the truth? Um, and then wait, somebody, oh, several people have mentioned, and I haven't seen it yet. Uncle Frank, the Alan Ball. Oh, uh, everybody's telling me to, hi, Melody Purdy. I love you so much. 
Uh, Eureka Springs is in Our the good house. Um, I have been told many, many times to watch Uncle Frank that uh, there, even one of my Republican friends texted me this morning. One of my Republican friends, um, one of three. Uh, and she uh, said, you have to watch Uncle Frank. She She's always trying to get on my good side because you know who she is. She's the one that you had a problem, you know, she had a problem with you when we shot the, anyway. Oh, I do know this one. Yeah. yeah. She's still upset at me. That's all right. Oh, it makes me, my heart happy. Um, it's, well, it goes to our big life thing, right? Like I pretend to be a not nice person for entertainment value and actually care deeply that like everyone is okay and like everyone's having a good time and taking care of places. Like I pretend to be an asshole and I'm not. And we know lots of other people who pretend they aren't, but actually are. And like, she's like the only person that complained that day. Okay, well, let's move on. She may be watching this. You brought it up, not me. I know, I know, I know, I'm drinking. This is, y'all, I love it when Dell gets codependent. What's wrong with me? What is wrong with me? It's 4.36 on a Friday and I've started drinking because I promised somebody, I believe it was Jigs, I promised Jigs that I would be drinking on this show. That's so. right. All right, y'all, new topic. What else? What's on everyone's minds? And for and real check-in, hey, is everyone doing okay? You know, I know in our little community, we have some people who are by themselves, who live alone. You know, was yesterday hard for anybody? Like, we can chat about real stuff here, too. We certainly yeah. want to hang out and, and laugh and have a good time. But part of this was like, is everybody doing okay? Holidays are weird. They're weird for our community any year. You know, it's hard for a lot of people to go home or family that's complicated. If you need to talk about anything for real, we're also here for that. I but if you have to, another nonsense topic, you can toss that out too. I, I have to admit that um, I this second wave has put me into a good path, has put me into uh, a little bit of more of a depressed mode than I usually am. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I try. And, you know, but this morning I thought I was really, for the first time, because I always look forward to going out and hiking and doing whatever I need to do. And um, I, this morning I, I almost canceled because yeah. I got up and I just thought, I just want to lay, I just want to lay here. I just want to sit on the couch and, you know, and yeah. watch, you know, Donald Trump behind that tiny desk or whatever. <laughs> yes. I know. I was talking with our good friend Levi on Wednesday night and, you know, I decided back in May, right after we did the benefit, I decided for myself, you know, when all my mental health fell apart and I had to go to the doctor and we talked all about my pills and my journey, I said, you know what, this is the rest of the year. I said, no matter what, like, even if we get a vaccine, it's going to, you know, if that happens quickly, it's going to be so long before unessential people like us will get it. I just made the mental decision. This is the rest of the year. And I need to figure out how to deal with this through 2021. And I think that's made it easier for me to deal with what feel like setbacks. I feel like it's been hardest on people that have been pushing life down the road in like two month segments. You know, like in March, it was like, oh, maybe by June. And then it was like, oh, maybe August. Oh, maybe October. And I think this November period where we've really had to look at, this is through the whole holiday season. You know, this is through to next year. 
that has been really hard on a different kind of people as well. And particularly extroverts like you, you know, it's yeah. it's a different kind of hard. I mean, you think about your birthday party is one of our biggest events of the year. It's our holiday party. It's our see everybody, you know, get together. Like it's your birthday, but you also host it as like just everyone we love come be together. Like it's about you, but it's not about you. And it's such a, a big part of our life every year. And, you know, admitting that's not happening is hard. You're going to make me cry. Like today, Rebecca, my daughter, Rebecca, texted me and she said, you want me to come over for your birthday? I, you know, it's like, what, what, do you, what do you want to do? And I go, what can we do? That's the thing. What can we do? And so I said, why don't you, why don't we, you know, because I always decorate my tree on my birthday. My, my birthday is December 3rd. So it's, I, I have everybody come over and we have a big spread and drinks and it's my house is so crowded and it's kind of fantastic you know but um oh. this year I, I i i thought well i'm gonna over decorate i'm just gonna over decorate on my own and today so i thought well today i'm gonna walk down to my garage pull out all the shit, and and then i just didn't i didn't do it yeah so, anyway. are you doing it tomorrow I am. Rebecca's coming over tomorrow after okay, I, I teach tomorrow uh, acting. Yeah, um, it does, though, that, you know, that matters, you know, like changing the mood in our spaces, even if other people can't join us, because look at some of this response. It's, you know, it's very universal at the moment. Uh, John, it's hard. COVID sucks. Marshall, I'm going and say it. It's hard to date during COVID, you know, oh, for hard to date. There's no there's really no dating. I mean, somebody here. Uh, in in the room, I I had a day with, and we calculated it very well. I got a COVID test, and um, you know, but it's 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 impossible. It's really really impossible almost to. Yeah. to it's impossible to feel comfortable because no matter who, it, it's like you don't know people's life. You really don't know all of their life, and you yeah. don't want really to judge their life because you don't want to say, hey. What did you do? What do you, what what does your day consist of? What do you do? You know, because I feel like that I I know what I do, and you know I'm you know yeah. I'm so stupid that my hands are wrinkled from alcohol. I know I'm the one carrying the spray bottle in my pocket just in case. But there's so many people you know feeling similarly. Um, Kevin, yes, more depressing. We'll never understand people not wearing masks. Our good friend Danielle. You know, I'm kind of used to major holidays alone, but that said, it never doesn't suck. You know, it's Danielle, like- And Danielle and I have sort of a tradition together. We go out and have a have a meal together. And I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to do that, Danielle, because I love you. And, you know, I, I remember some good memories of just me and you and getting stoned and drinking a little and taking an Uber and saying, you know, fuck it. We're just going to be here together and celebrate this. So I celebrate you, Danielle. And I'm sorry we can't be together this year. Yeah, absolutely. I We did a family FaceTime yesterday. My brother's in Chicago. My youngest brother and my parents are in Dallas. And this is the longest in my whole life, my whole life that I haven't seen my parents in person. You know, Pat, I'm basically okay. But every time that Trump shows up on TV, I get angry. I mean, yes. You know, it doesn't. I tweeted this. If you don't follow me on Twitter, it's at Dell Shores. And I, I that's where I get very political. I don't do that money. I don't do that much politics on Instagram or Facebook. But I tweeted yesterday. I said, because they aired that whole fucking bullshit 
just droning on about this bullshit and this Pennsylvania and this Georgia and behind this tiny desk that no one thought through. And I thought, why are we giving this mother fucker any more airtime? He is over. We are done. Let's just celebrate that we defeated him and CNN and M. SNBC and even Fox, stop it. Stop it. We don't need well, to this yes shit. And no, he is still the president. You know, it's like until he's gone, because they're making decisions. They're still like gutting things, you know, the open skies treaty. You know, they're like, they're still doing stuff. They're like, we don't have to watch it, but like, you know, until they stop signing stuff. Everything has to be reversed on January the 20th, you know? Yep. And Scott said, depression is a bitch. People must talk about it. Like, y'all, part of the reason I've talked so much about my own mental health this year is that one of the worst things any mental health issue across the spectrum can do is make you feel like you're alone in it. You're the only one experiencing it or no one else will be interested in hearing you talk about it. Like, just being able to talk about it, um, to reach out, you know, is one of the biggest solutions. Well, and also, I mean, and... and by the way, I, I, two things. First of all, Scott, I'm falling in love with you just a little bit. Um, Emerson, I you are difficult though because you you as, as many times I reached out to you and you have a hard time saying you know you say it a little bit but you don't say it a lot. So you you keep to yourself and a lot of people do. And I think when we have friends, we have to really check in with them because I think that. Sometimes it's hard to admit. Am I yeah, right? that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, that, that's that's the point. Is it makes people feel like they're by themselves. So like, as we're all sitting at home, if you are one of the like, I'm alone and it feels different, um, being able to like say something is big. Judy said, I'm already depressed over my Christmas traditions that are not happening. And I don't know how to come up with an alternate. That feels like the hardest thing, right? It's like all the yeah. things you can't do what can you replace that with? Like right. exactly. I mean, you know, Thursday is my birthday, and what am I going to do? I, I, you know, I'm doing an interview at at, at noon, but what am I going to do the rest of the day? Am I going to? Uh, it's just like what? Or I yep. just, you know. And for and nor and other, you know, William, my mom died from COVID in June. It's really intense for me. She lived a long time, but it's super hard. It's like that sort of loss is hard in any year, but even more so when you can't even ga gather with the people that would wrap you in love, sending you so much uh, peace and love and virtual support, William, in that. Yes, I'm so sorry, William. And as Marshall said, the pandemic has killed entertainers at all levels. Somebody asked earlier, what's Broadway gonna do? You know, and hopefully they figure out some sign of solution by June of 2021 that's their their hopeful return date. Well, I mean, look at our lives, Emerson. I mean, look at what happened to us. I mean, for those of you who don't know, when, when this all went down, right before, I mean, when it was sort of like rumblings. Remember, Emerson, it was like rumblings of, of COVID. And so we were, it, we were doing uh, my play, This Side of Crazy, here at the Zephyr in Los Angeles. And we had this plan, man. We had this plan. It was going to be a tri-city premiere, San Francisco, LA. And we slammed it in LA. Man, we got great reviews. We were so excited. We're going to go into Dallas. 
So Emerson and I arrived in Dallas. We start rehearsals. And the last two weeks here in L.A., people started canceling reservations because there was, you know, this this virus was happening. And yeah. then we, we go and I, we weren't even, we didn't even re rehearse two weeks, did we? Before we had to close. Yeah, everything. like two. Yeah. Two weeks. And every single day was stressful in that rehearsal. We had to talk about it. We were worried. And then we had to shut everything down. Emerson and I flew back in fear. There was nobody on our plane. There were like me and Emerson and 10 other people. And then we shut down. And then A Very Sorted Weddings premiere, it was supposed to premiere in August. We had cast it. It got shut down. So all, everything in our lives just completely shut down. And we're here. And we're no different than anybody else. We're not, I'm not saying that, oh, this is, oh, look at us, whatever, you know. I. But I understand what everybody's going through. Yep. Other theaters doing the same. Dinner Derby Playhouse struggling. Jared asked, you know, there's so much of this, I feel like. I honestly don't know if decorating my apartment for Christmas will make me feel better or worse because I'll be alone this year. It's tough, but we got to do it. And certainly everybody should do, you know, what works good for you. But I tell you what, I've been working really hard to find joy in small things. And like literally sometimes by small things, I mean eating Haagen-Dazs peanut butter and chocolate ice cream at two in the morning because it makes me feel good. So like decide for yourself, but don't not do something because it's not going to be like it normally was. If you decorate and it's just for you, you know, lean into the it being just for you. Um, it's oh, look, another Dell. I put up all my Christmas lights November 1st just to brighten up my mood. Exactly. You know, I think that's what we have to do. I ordered today from Amazon these massive, big Christmas balls. <laughs> yes, big Christmas balls. I'm here for oh those already. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep doing it. And oh my God, Michelle Condre is in the house. If would you say your I'm big just, Christmas balls are more than a mouthful? They're uh, they're huge. They're huge Christmas balls. Um. um Wait, I want to kill I got a great deal on them too because it was Black Friday and I was, I have to admit, I did not do the blackout Bezos or whatever was going on. Oh, yeah. No. You, so, you know, sometimes you got to do. It takes three times the effort to get through all this isolation when you already deal with the isolation of clinical depression. Absolutely. Judy and said I, I lost my. What? I said I, I'm really lucky that I do not deal with clinical depression. Um, I know there's so many people close to my heart that do, and I have been, I'm always the guy who's, you know, I, my, my glass is always half full, always. Your glass is most usually just spilling all the way over. My friend Sharon Lane, who was Jewish, she used to call me the, um, the annoying Gentile optimist. <laughs> Correct. Um. Patrick said about your, uh, shave those Christmas balls. Patrick said, make sure they're not blue balls. Um, all right, they're well, let's all colors. They're all colors. They're, there's, there's, there are 10 of them. They're really big, like big Christmas balls. I'm going to put yes. them, I have this, that right by the walkway, you know, Emerson, I'm just going to uh -huh. stick them in there. The bit, bit bigger, the better, you know, 
I used to take Cymbalta, but I may need to ask for more. And Michelle said, can I please move in a super safe sugar daddy? Michelle, you can, you've, you can come stay with me anytime. I adore you. Come on. Um, well, let's switch it. Like We got a little into the darkness there. Yes, As we, we wrap up, it. let's lift it back up to like, what's one thing you want to do in the rest of this year, whether it's for the holidays, for yourself, whatever, that you're looking forward to? You know, some a tradition that you're maintaining, something you're going to do in spite of the fact that you can't do it with anybody. You know, what's a thing you, you can look forward to, even if it's little? I'm trying to set these tasks for myself. You know, little things. We're doing our decorating the apartment tomorrow. Blake and I are working on our little Christmas show. That's my like thing I'm doing the rest of this year that's positive. John had a great one. Porn. Uh-huh. That's something to look forward to. I support that. I do too. I love porn. I'm uh, Emerson, I have to, you know, we we can't really talk about everything about our lives because we've had we, we there is something really good that's happened to us. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking yeah. forward to being creative with you because yeah. we worked really hard on a project and it's looking great. And I am so happy that I get to continue my amazing creative relationship with you. So, yes, we have a thing that we can't tell you that it's close to like a, a, a very exciting step in a very exciting thing. And the day when it comes when we can tell you all about it, we will. Uh, but it's definitely, but like that one thing saved like all of 2020 for me, you know. Is Isn't it the truth? I mean, uh, Jigs, Jigs is giving me credit for getting him uh, a Christmas tree. I told him, yeah. Uh, it, and Jigs, your play Wounded is fucking brilliant. So finish. That's a huge accomplishment. Dell's been preparing gifts for children that's parents have been affected by Corona. Eric, oh, Erica asked, uh, I think we're going to do the Christmas show on my birthday, the 20th, because I can't go anywhere and I can't be with anybody so people can come hang out while we sing some shows. So many, There's so many people that I love and adore who um, have December birthdays. You, my ex-wife Kelly, who's in the house, is December 19th. My daughter Rebecca is the 14th. I'm the 3rd. Ted Detweiler and Ashanti Moselle are back to back on the 24th and 25th. Basic is the 25th. She and Jesus share a birthday. Michelle's going to go in a horse-drawn carriage in Highland Park. Michelle, I love that. I've done that. Zana's looking forward to Oscar season. Doug's retiring in March, so that's definitely something to look forward to. You know what's weird about Oscar season, though, is that it was, it's, it, it, I guess they're going to do it, but they're, it was very truncated, right? I mean, do, I mean, the, the, well, the, the time is the same amount. It's just what all was released or kicked or moved. You know, I got an email from the Ovation people telling me to stay tuned because the Ovation Awards, which are being delayed, they're making some kind of decision about it because we we had our play up during the eligibility, but you know, short short season. Maybe we have a good shot. <laughs> Eric's doing rest and relaxation, busiest and most stressful year of work in my entire life, and I think that's really common, particularly for people who could continue to work during the lockdown. Right, whether you were working from home or you were an essential worker going to work. Those of us who couldn't do any work this year had one kind of experience, and the people that could do work had the totally opposite experience at the same time. 
Judy's putting together a cookbook for the residents of her building. I love that. So Judy, if you need my Aunt Sissy's pink salad, it's on uh, YouTube. It's available. Jared's been writing, finished a 18,000 word short story. That's a lot, Jared. Dwayne's buying a new recliner. Like y'all, simple things, big things. You know, buy, but like, fine. I've, I am someone, We've. I think we've talked about this before. I have a hard time celebrating a, a current success because I'm still looking at how much further I want that thing to go, right? How much further down the road. This season, this holiday season, it was weird and dark and challenging it is. I'm really trying to focus on simple joys, simple pleasures, like doing this show on a Friday afternoon, rambling with so many of you who hang out with us twice a week. Um, this is one of the joys in my life. This is one of the things that's gotten me through this year. Yeah, same here, same here. And working with you, Emerson, and and you know you have to celebrate. You 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 know I know it's been a tough year, but the the thing that we can't talk about. It's very rare that it gets this far. I Absolutely, mean, rare in this business. So, Michelle said, "Am I too old for a recliner?" No, that seems backwards. It's almost like, "Are you too young for a recliner?" My grandpa, his favorite thing was his recliner, all the way till the end. Should I get a recliner? I don't know. I, I you know, here here is the thing. I don't know about the rest of you, but I feel like I have turned into my dad every single night because. My dad, he had a recliner. I don't have a recliner. I have a really great couch. And my dad used to go to sleep in his recliner, watching TV with a toothpick in his mouth. Now, I don't have a toothpick in my mouth, but I go to sleep almost every single night. And then I, I wake up about, you know, 11 and I'm wide fucking awake, like for another two hours. Yep. Well, Kelly votes for getting a recliner. <laughs> she said, yes, no, get a recliner. Uh, style over function, Zana. That's what Blake's theory. If it were up to Blake, my house, my little apartment would be full of a whole bunch of mid-century modern furniture that looks really cute and is the most uncomfortable thing that you can have. I do not support that. Function over form, especially on a couch. Y'all don't agree on decor, you and Blake? No, if it was up to him, we'd have one of those Palm Springs homes, you know, where like the back of the couch is like four inches tall and it looks real cute, but it's hard as a board. Mm -mm. Is that like it? So what it, What are, you, you, you stayed in Palm Springs. Was that house like that or was it? Was Some it of it, but I'm not like living there. So I'm not laying on the couch watching TV for six hours or anything. It's different no, I, on a vacay. I like my down, my down couch is so amazingly comfortable. <laughs> Mark said, get one that vibrates and heats. Lord, we've gone deep on the recliners. Look at this, y'all. We spent a whole hour just talking and jawing. Just talking shit. Dana said, my wife has no say. Look, I, I laid the law down with Blake. I said, we can make anything. I don't care what any of it looks like. It can make your heart happy. But the couch has to be comfortable enough for me to sit on for six hours without getting up and not be uncomfortable. Well, I think the couch has to be comfortable enough to fall asleep on. And yeah. if you get up at three in the morning, it's okay. It's okay. You go, I got a good night's sleep, you know? Um, Erica said, you forgot the ad. Well, Erica, I wasn't even going to do one today because, you know, this is just a hangout show, but I'll do it one time. 
Y'all, we do, if you, if this is the first time you've ever tuned in, please come back. What we usually do is the LGBTQ news and nonsense, uh, all that's exciting and informative we think you need to know about in the world. But if you enjoy what we do twice a week on the show, thank you for tuning in. Please share the broadcast. If you want to send us a tip, you can on Venmo at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to beardcollinshoresproductions at gmail.com. Thank you all for joining us today. Send the ticker below. This wow. was delightful. I can't believe we just talked shit for an hour while I drank. Well, I mean, we do that on a work day. You know, it's this is our normal life. This is what it's like hanging out with us normally, y'all. When I'm not telling him what to do the whole time, trying to make sure we get these stories covered. I know, and I didn't even have to read, y'all. I just had to I talk. Mean, I can talk. I can talk. It is uh, the gift of gab. Um, well, all right. Well, y'all, however you spend the rest of your holiday weekend, please take care of yourselves. We enjoy you so much. Thank you to those that uh, are regular watchers. And we'll be back on Tuesday with a regular show. And I will have decorations all around me. I just want you to know.